Have you calmed down, Mahadi? Are you calm? Are you calm? No, I'm not calm. Cool, calm. Because I've just discovered how you've been curving Kid Fong to come to the show. I've never done anything of the sort. I'm not happy. You're not happy. Listen, no, you, you always have to smile around me. Been, At the very you've least. Been, you've been curving him all this time, Carl. Carl, Charl. I'm the bitch of the show, Charl. So I'm the bitch of the show. Al, Kid Funk, what up? Welcome to the show. It's so good to have you here. Yeah, I'm, I'm very happy to be here. I'm finally at HD. You were here like a year ago. Over a year ago, right? Just as you started. Yeah. How long have you been in now? Over a year. I think you were on Toomey's show at the time. And it was like a Saturday morning. And I was like, sons of bitches. That's my friend. And you guys got to my wife before you got to me. Yes. Abid, what no, we were is coming. Going you know, you, 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 it's a structure. It's an ongoing process. I see. Next, I we're coming see. for your son. Good. You you must. Must. <laughs> you, Yo, that didn't sound weird at all, right? <laughs> 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 my son is a legit ce- celebrity in my eyes, at least. He would be an incredible person to interview. Okay. He's four. Carl, we have a date, a Friday done, date. Done, yeah, done, ready. Done. And we'll Friday. actually get the Lauren here, Al here. Yeah, we'll here. just do a family show. Exactly. Yes. But the, just put the music or put the mics on. Get. Grab a few toys a couple and stuff. Of coffees, picnic, right? You've got to keep no vodka, no tequila. No, Carl, I no. Promi- I promised Al Carl, some no. champagne. <laughs> i tell you what. i tell you what. The music you guys are playing on the show today eh? is amazing. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, where do you guys get this stuff this is, from? I mean, it's uh, Charles. Yeah. Really? Just just so you're in the loop here, Mahadi, in the, well, actually like a month into the show, <laughs> made a mistake and she's like, yo, we're chatting, chatting about some random godforsaken topic and she's like, yo, so what do you think, Carl? And I'm like, and then I walked so out the studio. Nutshell, I'm like, what? That's his name on the show. So now I, I've, I've somehow become Charles for yes. the love of God. Yes. Okay. Anyway, I'll, I will keep this going for you Charles, moving forward. Yes, yeah. love it. Well, what was it prior? Because you you never called me Kyle ever. No, it was always Kylie. Yeah. It was Sweet always Kylie. Kylie. I, I'm not sure. Just 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 to bring my relationship with Kyle mm-hmm. into the picture. Um, I worked at Soul Candy for close on ten years. Three of three and a half of those years was label manager at Soul mm-hmm. Candy, and Carl would be knocking at the door <laughs> at Soul Candy Records for such a long time. He's just like this guy who just really, really passionately wanted to be in the music industry. Yeah. And Carl came in as an intern, right? Yeah, yeah. And we just clicked. And then, I mean, Soul Candy went through so many changes. We were in town, we moved to Rosebank, and Jeez. Carl and I ended up being literally neighbors sitting next to each other for at least a year and a half, yeah, two years. Yeah. So, Kylie and I used to have lunch dates every day. Every day. And Child the, used to hang I out swear. with someone can, can, every day. I know, can you like, believe it? Like, <laughs> you used to hang out with someone? Could Child, you, could you wow. believe me having a friend? <laughs> Here's I'm saying you actually used to hang out with someone? Oh, but the, I swear. the point is, Carl is killing it at the moment. I don't get to see him much, but I can see from afar. Big ups well, to appreciate Charles, that. Oh, yeah, man. Well, listen. There's a reason we got you on the show because, my God, how's 2018 been for you? It's been a journey, man. It's it's you know, I was with Soul Candy for such a long time and relied on that for so many things. Yeah. And um, Soul Candy changed, and I needed to do things by myself. Yeah. And uh, I have my own radio show on other stations. And uh, I have my own record label now, which has also been through a lot of changes. Uh, But it's it's Stay True Sounds, the the record label that I run, is is literally um, having its finest hour, you know? We 
releasing artists like Dawson. We're getting behind people like FKA Mash. I mean, we were the first people to put up Bruce Loco's content. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. We have State True Sounds Volume 1, which drops on Friday. Yes. Double CD. There's, I think, like 13, 14 exclusives on there from everyone. I mean, Pierre Johnson, Dawson, Cornelius, FKA Mash. FKA Mash is amazing. He is the yeah. dog. Yeah, he is amazing. He, he is, is phenomenal. And I, I've had Bruce and FKA on the show before and spoken to them. And the guys are so talented and Dude. just so humble as well. Mm-hmm. And just so chill and cool. And this is the thing. Like, I've just been very fortunate to pick these guys up kind of just as they started. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, I don't sign artists. I've been through that game at, at Soul Candy. I'm yeah. about licensing music and just putting out great stuff. And, um, yeah, hopefully I'll still be working with people like Mash and Dawson and the likes in the near future. But Mm -hmm. there is this new school of talent that's just blowing, like, people's minds. And I I hate to say, you know, everyone's like, they sound so international and the quality is there, but it's just, you know. It's out of the the box. It's new. It's a fresh feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Pierre Johnson, Dawson, FKA Mash, Bruce Loco. The list goes on. Dave Martian. These guys are it's, making like w- not even like great South African music. They're just making great universal music that speaks mm. to everyone. I mean, the comments we get from from uh, sampling overseas, you know, yeah, jumpsters all over FKA yeah. Mash. Yeah. You know Dude. what I mean? Kind of music is all over Bruce Loco. Yeah. So we're finally getting. The love we deserve. But you know in the South thing Africa. is, all, all these artists as well. I mean, the first time I ever heard of them, and like you know, like I generally am obsessed with new music and whatever. But the first sure. time I've ever heard of these artists is through you, and like FK Mash, Bruce Loker. There was, um, damn man, I'll find it. There's a track on here from Sta- uh, uh, Stature as well. <laughs> it's just so many uh, artists that were initially with you, being yes. signed as producers and artists, and then look at them now, like just tapping into the right market at the right time yeah and you know what it was very organic it never like uh, i started the label with julian gomes and uh julian and i are still very very close he's not with the label anymore but when we started it was it was totally like organic yeah we didn't reach out we didn't weren't like desperate we weren't like we need hits it was just like we're starting a label and then the first ep we did was bruce loco Bruce Loco's music is incredible. And I mean, he's doing big things with kind of music overseas. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently there's a free range records release coming out with him soon. That's Jumpster's record label in the UK. Um, the second release was Dave Martian. He's doing big things overseas. Yeah. He's connected uh, with guys from the internet. Yeah. He's, oh man, it's just, I'm but, just excited to kind of be uh, a platform and this, for these guys. And don't you find that, I mean, especially in this industry, it's not ne- it's not necessarily a record label anymore. It's more like a mentorship camp of artists that you find because yeah. it's, it's not a massive corporation no. where there's a record label, you have CDs produced and you have deadlines and you have angry artists. It's yeah, more like... A, I'm done with that. Like, I did that. It's all yeah, candy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I know what I don't want in my life. Yeah. Like, my office is my dining room table. Yeah. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Like that's where i do my work from and uh i have people i'll sign their music and they're like please can we meet you at hq yeah (laughs) (laughs) no there's no hq there's no like Uh, literally like it's you can run a record label and most people that run record labels independent electronic record labels globally are running it from their like back rooms yeah 
And uh, it's exactly like what you're saying. It's like signing good music and just creating a camp of like-minded people. Yeah. And it really feels that that's what State True Sounds is. Mm. You know, CEO, Melo B. Jones, all part of the crew. Again, Mash, Bruce, yeah. Dave. Um, these guys will release music on a number of labels, but I know that they'll always come home to State yeah. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just wondering though, like to where you are today, what were your major influences like getting to where you are today? Because there's a story to everyone has an influence mm. growing up. Like what inspired you to get to where you are today? Because now you know what works for you, what doesn't work for you, yeah. the parts you've been through, what you've learned. Just like you, you don't want to be that guy that's making artists angry anymore. Yes. So, oh, don't, don't, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I still make artists angry. <laughs> but, but it's like when, when you're dealing with rights and you're dealing with people's like bookings and management and like really buying out masters yes. and getting into the, like the nitty gritty of mm. a record label that's when things get really emotional and i know that's not what i want but yeah. to answer your question um i was brought up in a household filled with music and uh, my dad was obsessed there was, he, there was this thing and he literally would make mixtapes and i'd watch him not, not, not like a dj yeah. he would have cassettes Oh, and he nice. would like yeah. pause the cassette and then think of the right song to play afterwards. And he would do that. I, I grew up in a household like that. Then I started DJing and I didn't, I liked so many things, but I didn't really like figure this is like, I'm a house DJ, I'm a trip hop DJ, I'm a hip hop, yeah. whatever. Yeah. I was just into everything. And then I discovered uh, DJ, DJ Food and Cold Cut who own a record label called Ninja Tune, mm -hmm. who were what you called eclectic DJs. They ran record labels, but they DJed a whole bunch of music, style-wise, a whole bunch of genres yeah. well. Yeah. So they actually DJed Dope. and like linked drum and yeah. bass into techno, into trip-hop, into reggae. That's into a rare skill. <laughs> no, it blew me. Damn. It blew my head. Like It was incredible. Then after that, I discovered Giles Peterson. And Giles Peterson to me is what Pete Tong is to Carl. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Carl. Carl. You catch the Damn it. Yes. And you go. Now, Giles is like maybe 55. BBC One uh, religiously listened to his show. And his show was all about music. It wasn't about DJing, it was yeah. about the most current music now. Mm -hmm. And the, the mixing and the DJing is secondary. Yeah. And when I discovered his mixing technique, which to be honest isn't amazing, it's just about no like fillers, all killers. Every track has to be good. Mm -hmm. If you can't mix it, who cares? Wait for the track to end and play the next track because it's amazing. That really, really changed my, my thinking on firstly how you listen to music, how you consume mm -hmm. music, and got me into the radio space because I was consistently listening yeah. to this guy every single weekend still i wake up on mondays and look at his track list yeah so i'm just like yeah. and tell me tell me i mean the f looking up to him for as long as you have like you mentioned like for me looking up to p tong yeah. for him to play your track Dude, tell us about that because up. i mean one the feeling of having uh, an <laughs> idol of like yours that. play your track on a show you've listened to for so long how did that come about in terms of him getting it and then playing it and like Nev never mind the reaction yeah, yeah, thereafter. Yeah. No, I, I was actually in, in the middle of Soweto lost on the way to a gig by myself and uh, I heard the news and I oh like, my lost God. my mind. Cancel like, gig, I'm going home to <laughs> You're like, advice away to great. <laughs> it's been great. No, it, it, it was proper bananas. And I, I, I know Giles, I met Giles before he knew who I was. I yeah. opened for him in Johannesburg. And um, years had passed. 
And when I made, so he played a song, my first solo song, Kid Funk, called Two Sides, where there's a, a excerpt of an interview by world-renowned DJ Theo Parrish. Yeah. And Theo Parrish is talking about exactly what I just spoke about, where yeah. he's talking about like um, DJing and what DJing should be. And, you know, are you worried about mixing or are you worried about the music? Mm-hmm. And I took this excerpt and I put it in the song and... Um, I had friends that were very like, uh, you're not gonna be able to clear this, it's Theo Parrish. Theo yeah, Parrish is yeah. like the Don, he's like the Detroit, it's like King, no one's gonna allow you to do this. Yeah. And I managed to do it, I got hold of the people that did the interview, they put me through to Theo. Theo said, let me hear the song, yeah. he heard the song, he was <laughs> like, give me publishing, you have to press this on vinyl. And I was like, cool. I spoke to at Jazz, who I was friends with, who I am friends with, and I was like, Martin at Jazz, dude, this is my song. Do you like it? He's like, shop. I'm like, cool. We have to do vinyl. The only way we can release this is because mm. Theo's, like, his his format is vinyl. Yeah. So if it's coming out, it's going to come out on record. And at Jazz backed me, and we did it. And how the story of Giles Peterson playing it came yeah. across was, what's the name of this guy? There's another DJ in the UK. He's actually, he quit DJing about last year. Um, older guy, he he heavily supported two sides it was like his song of the year yeah and they were playing at sansa beat which is in croatia and before his gig him and giles were in a hotel room yeah exchanging oh, music oh my goodness oh. and this oh why That's can i not think of this guy so this guy literally gave giles kid fun two song. sides giles got out to play first song of his set Kid Funk Two Sides oh, and one God. of my friends who really helped me put the whole song together yeah. Johnny Miller was there and Johnny just oh, started messaging goodness. me that's when I was in Soweto and he was like Giles just open with Two Sides oh. and I was like I, I'm still getting yeah. goosebumps <laughs> it was a thing oh, and my then goodness. the next day Giles went back to the UK and I tuned into his show and he was like three four tracks into the show and he played it again Man. and Till this day, I know it's like it's a tune for him, you know. It's, it's yeah. still a, a and it's big still a great thing. track, yeah. you know. Like it's, damn, and like I, I hadn't heard it for quite a while, and I like I played it in the beginning of the show before you got here, and I was like, damn. And like the, the thing for you in music that you find, in music that you make and release, there's always something about the track where it always flips. And any track that I hear that does it, I'm like, well, that's, that's a track, Kid Funk. That's a signature Kid Funk thing, you yeah. know. And like the one thing that I've always loved is every year you put together a top. 10 yes album like it's, it's, a, it's a top 10 album list for the year album singles yeah okay yeah. at what points in the year like would you find a track would, would fall into the category in january or do you is this 100%. process no, it's the whole year dude so so i'm i've got like a little x well word document on my yeah. desktop and throughout the year and as i'm curating my radio show because that really highlights for like sure what i'm into I'll like pick the best ones and yeah. I'll just put the name and title there on the list, whether it be an album or a single. So and that list come, by the end of the year could be up to a hundred. A hundred percent. But then it's like, what is actually the best? The best of the best. Yeah. And it's not genre specific. Sure, it's just sure. like, what? For me, last year, Tyler, the creator, Flower Boy's record yeah. was by far the yes, best album yeah. ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that album? No, I mean, I mean it. Like, and, oh, you, and I'll, I'll, you actually put it, you put me onto that because uh, I was never really like a Tyler fan. Well, dude, Tyler, but, Tyler, but that pre, album, pre that album, Tyler was quite aggressive. Yeah. The production was really tough. And this Yonkers album, in dude, yeah, Yonkers was like aggressive, man. Yeah. And I, I, he did kind of start lightening up production-wise, and it really felt like 
you know, his his uh, Odd Future crew, the internet, Frank Ocean yeah. and the likes, really got stuck into this record and made it like a it's like a masterpiece, man. Yeah. It's like a it's like a Quincy Jones produced hip hop record for me. Yeah, and. The, that's my thing, and and that's that's such a Giles Peterson thing to for do. Sure, you know for what I sure. mean? To like tally up the year and mm-hmm. see yeah. what what is the best, what was the best sound of the, the yeah. year, and uh, that's what I try to do on my radio show, and it's, it's it's a real personal thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's the one thing I also wanted to ask you is having such a broad taste in music from house to deep house to any genre really mm. and you've always been at the forefront of any new genres i remember i was i just joined soul candy and like dubstep wasn't really a thing but burial was part of it but it wasn't the chainsaw massacre yes. that it's become yes and that like you included some of that in mixes and then it was drum and bass and it was just all over the place how mm. do you in a commercial sense try and pinpoint what will work but still stick to what you love on the show and what you play as well because I'm like whenever I've heard you DJ it's not necessarily just a house set yeah I get I get booked a lot for house sets yeah, and that, I love house and the, yeah. the, the record label is house heavy mm-hmm. yeah and it's it's not intentional it's just yeah. how the music has come to yeah. us yeah. you yeah. know what I mean yeah. and I love house music and house is a huge part but when it comes to my radio show it's a music show and uh, for me to kind of like make way through the insane amounts of music that come out every single day, I, I, I lean on other people's playlists. Yeah. So every single Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday, I'm going through people that I admire globally yeah, and looking yeah. through their lists yeah. and listening and going through other people's lists and listening. And then amongst that, I got a whole pool pool of of local artists i was gonna say yeah for licensing and so it's just like this constant plus i got guys who put me on you know what i mean like mash will put me on mash will be like you know have you heard kasusa yeah and it's like i'm at i'm at boiler room watching the capo he drops kasusa ice cream i can't even something ice cream chewed (laughs) and i'm like what the hell is this then mash is mailing it to me so i mean i suppose my network in my world is is surrounded by music and people for sure. put me on. You know for what sure. I mean? Just to pick your brain a little bit, sorry to interrupt you. Sure. Um, you, you speak a lot about the label. You just said um, a lot of house music lives in the label. Mm. And now, especially in South Africa, we're seeing a lot of people, just a lot of people, it's a trend now where people say it's not a must to be signed. So do you think, especially for house artists, because I've never really heard from a house perspective, I've never seen a DJ complain about a record label. It's always mm. been rappers that mm. get sabotaged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like for real, it's always been the rappers. So for rappers, uh, or for, well, for, for house... get for comfortable. House, <laughs> yes, for house DJs or producers, do you think it is a, a must for them to be signed or do you think it, you can be independent and push your stuff by yourself? I'm totally about that independent mindset. Mm-hmm. Totally. I don't see Stay True Sounds like I don't sign enough rights for me to get serious about like owning people. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. So, does, uh, sorry, does the label uh, tap into performance? Um, it depends what I do with you. Okay. So if I'm going to like take your album, put it out on CD, that's going to cost me a little bit more. So I need to recoup yeah. it a little sure. bit more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm not into management. I'm not into like crazy long terms or yeah. like perpetuity or like you know master rights it's mm. I, i'm a platform yeah and if anything the platform really leans on me too yeah. so how if the label does well it looks good on me yes. and i i'm i'm not about that that uh I, I want my people to grow i really do dave martian released on with me mm-hmm. his second release was on a uk label 
and then his third mm. release is back with me. Bruce Loco, same thing. He did some stuff with us, then he signed a couple of tracks over there, and he's come back to me. I, I don't hold on to people. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And I, I come from an independent mindset. I could, all the music I listen to really is kind yeah. of in that independent world. Yeah. So Mash, his second or third release, he decided to do by himself on Bandcamp. So yeah. that literally makes him his own label. Yeah. And people must do what they need to do. You know what I mean? I'm not going to hold... I'm not... People need to eat and grow. I, I, I think 100%. also it makes you happy yeah. seeing that, okay, I helped you to this point and now blossom. Because yeah. what's the use of holding on to talent well, until, exactly. until, until then? It doesn't even make you feel good. It depends, it depends what business you're building. Okay. Do you know what I mean? If you're building a business and you're looking at numbers like we did at Soul Candy yeah. every single week, that's a business. So For sure. you, you really have to make money. So that means you need to sign X, Y, Z rights, mm. bookings, etc. I'm not that person. And it's a, it becomes a corporate massive platform of 100%. then managing staff and God knows what. But the thing is, don't you find it's quite ironic that dealing with artists now is allowing them to be signed to you and then do another deal with somebody else yeah, and then come back to you. Collab and and yeah. the fact is the relationship stays good. Back yeah. in the day when you, like, in Soul it, Candy, in you signed to Soul Candy, yeah. you wouldn't go to House Africa. Yeah, you know? you, 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 Probably the paperwork wouldn't allow you to. Yeah, no, ex exactly. Yeah. yeah, and ethically, anybody in the echelon of um, the label head would go. Well, listen, we signed you. Why would you go to a competitor at yes, the time? Yes, yes. As well, do you yeah. know. I I think just because I'd been through it and because I actually understand like licensing, copyright mm. law, and I, I got taught a lot of it at Salt Candy. Like I said earlier, I know what I want, and yeah. I know. I know what headaches I want in my life and I know what I don't want in yeah. my life. And I, I, I'm not um, the type of guy that's uh, kind of deceitful mm -hmm. in business, which happens a lot. I think mm -hmm. that's just business ethics. Yeah. Like people are always kind of trying yeah. to shark Shady. or win the deal. Yeah. It's always sure. about winning the deal. Yes, yeah. And for me, I, I'm not about that. I'm about the music, first and foremost, and always. If I can sign amazing music like that's being played in the background yeah. by FKA and yeah. and I get that opportunity and I get the platform, it's more about the win yeah. for the label and the fact that Kid Funk's label yeah, is putting out, great, putting out great music. Yeah. What are your thoughts on having a label as a platform, benefiting off live performances, DJ sets, not necessarily um, having it be a headache for you in terms of managing artists in terms of live performance and sets, but being a platform that puts music out for free as opposed to worrying about the royalty side of things? Would you say that it's e it, it would be easier for people to get hold of the music mm. as opposed to them buying it? Because people you know, download it, things illegally anyway. All the time, all the time. But the thing is, when royalty time comes, when artists are knocking, yeah. the artists that I have are like artists. They're like living at home with sure. their folks. You know what I yeah. mean? Like they're yeah. making music. Yeah. So when you're sitting there with a couple of thousand rand, that really helps. Sure. And that came from their music. Sure. But I know that we're going to get to a, a time where streaming will take over. Completely, yeah. Hence, we're sitting here. Yeah, yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah, um, and and the, the the monetary value of songs and and assets and masters will go down. Yeah, yeah. Um, unless you get something like a sync deal or something a little bit bigger. Well, but, exactly. A, a bigger yeah. deal, but um, whether it makes sense to have a label when that time comes, I don't know. Because I can't do this for nothing. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And there no, are, of course, there are of a course. lot of rewards. But if you look at people like, um, you know, the SoundCloud world or people that have really cracked it on SoundCloud, yes. like yeah. Intronada yeah. 
and uh, I'm just trying to think like the Selection crew, guys like that. They're all about free music. Yeah, and it goes but viral, and everybody has access to it. Hundred percent. But when it comes to Catronado releasing his album, who does he release it through XL, and then it's XL recordings, and it's it's vinyl, yeah, and yeah. it's download, mm-hmm. and it's feature, and he's making his money, and yeah. he's touring the world, charging hundred thousand dollars a yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, the, 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 like what he's charging is ridiculous. Yeah. but the fact is, hundred thousand dollars. I think he's easy, yeah. easy. Yeah, but I mean that close to my DJ fees. <laughs> <laughs> Some plus minus. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm interview my my, yes. my fees going up. It's, it's on now. <laughs> but I, I, I my my, impr- my impression of a record label, and it's no disrespect to record labels. Mm. It's uh, the function behind it is amazing, and the platform is amazing. But in terms of trying to make money of selling music these days, I don't think it's worth the, the hassle. hassle. Yeah. yeah and yes, I, I get what you're saying with artists that are living at home and a couple of grand may be I'm not disregarding the money, but I'm mm-hmm. saying in terms of making that money versus having three times more people have your music, what what benefits you more because at the end of the day the more popular your music is the more you'll play mm-hmm. and that's where you'll make more money. Sure. It's a tricky one, man. It really depends on which space you you, you yeah. fill. If I look at the guys that we've put out on Stay True Sounds where they were yeah. prior to when we signed or signed mm-hmm. their music and where they are now there's definitely a, oh, a space for record labels do you yeah, know what okay. I mean yeah. like yeah. stay true sounds sure and I'll be honest bro I, I agree with you you look at it and you go it's not worth it I mean the amount of effort that I put in because I'm ingesting yeah. I'm creating covers I'm doing all the label copy yeah, the PR, ISRC the calls, yeah. Doing everything. all costs to you all the running around it's you it's me and it's just me and I look back and I'm like, hey, but I'm not really making that much money from, from it. Yeah. But in my mind, this is the world I've created. And it's just an extension of it's a the legacy other of things yours, that I yes. do. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I have a radio show. I have a record label. I'm a DJ. Yeah. And it kind of fits in that pot. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, for me, especially because... Mm. It was a majority of my life I've been running a record label. It was the just the obvious thing to yeah, do. Yeah, second nature to you as well. 100%. What happened with Julian? Because, uh, I mean, you guys started the, the label together, and I know you guys are still friends, oh, but I, I'm just dude, curious. No, to no, no, no. It's good. I'm, I'm so happy someone's had the balls to ask me because no one does. You know <laughs> what I mean? Especially when we're on radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Julian and I, I don't think, I know, Julian and I are very, very similar. Yeah. And Julian is very headstrong, and I'm very headstrong. Now, if you're in a business where it's 50-50, yeah. and you're disputing something minor, artwork, licensing a song, how the song is mastered, mm. it mm. really holds things up. Julian's very, very focused on his career yeah. as Julian. Sure. And I think it just got to the point for Julian where he was like this, like I've got a choice, like me and Kid are going to argue all the time. Or yeah. I'm going to do my own thing on my own terms. And he made the right decision. It was quite emotional at the time. I'm sure. It legit felt like a like a breakup to me. Yeah. Because it was a breakup. Yeah. I mean, like, we broke up. It but was a breakup, actually. And like, it was public. I mean, there was totally a statement public. about it on uh, social media. It went up to PR lists. Totally. Uh, I mean, we both, we both agreed on how we were going to do it. Yeah. And Julian made it really easy for me to um, take ownership of the okay. label because um, he didn't want it to be like 
a dick move. Do you know For what sure. I mean? He didn't yeah. want it to be, and that's just Julian's nature. Julian is just like a genuinely nice dude. Yeah. But his focus could never 100% be on Stay True Sounds. And I've got the experience, I've run a label, mm. I really wanted to do it. So now What was his me. role in the label in the beginning, other than curating and yes or knowing music? You know, yeah. um, he would actually ingest, so he had like some of the administration work. Um, but there was like a lot of like frustration in that, you know, because sure. it would take time and he'd be like, but I could be making music for me. For sure. Instead yeah. of putting up someone else's stuff, you know yeah. what I mean? And that's his truth, that's his reality. Um, his purpose in being, you know, in South Africa and his life is very different to mine. And we mm. both know that. Mm. Um, but yeah, like, like and I also always ba say. Backgrounds make a difference. I mean, your background is, uh, in, was involved with working in, in a record label and running a record label. And putting people on, man. Yeah. Like that's always been my thing. Like I, I've always been a tastemaker. And for me, my wins are making sure that the people that I sign succeed in some way. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's rare in this industry. And you, you and I both know this. It's a very rare thing in this industry. And it's in the industry as a whole. Fine, we can see there's more unity overseas, but I guarantee that there's as much competition that's unseen mm. um, as it is here because there's so many people and artists and DJs in the industry. It, whether it's business, b fame, success, there's so much where people will do anything in their power to uh, step on somebody else to get where they want to be. Sure. I and think, that's I think, not you. No, and man. I mean, I, I'm just, again, it's about the music, bro. Like, yeah. if, if I can put out great records, it makes me look good. Mm. And I know I put out great records. For sure, for sure. Like, this tune, oh, dude, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> wow, I've learned so much, actually. Like this chat was fruitful, Kat. I don't think we've had such a long link. No, we're not. We're, we're not never. even done. We're not done. <laughs> we, 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 we've never had such a long link. No. It shows you how long it's been since we've had lunch together. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Carl, you know, start like seeing people. Yeah. You know How's that. You know, like I was saying yesterday, like especially when it's a, like a streaming platform, people don't want to listen to music because if you want to listen to music, you'll open up a streaming app of music and play what you want to hear. You're not yeah. going to listen to somebody that goes, "Okay, well, play this," unless it's a show like yours yes. or a CD or whatever it is that goes, okay, no one's heard this. Yes. Yeah. You know, like any commercial tracks that come out, cool, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But having conversations like this, I think, open people's minds, especially like Mahadi was saying. Like, Mahadi, um, like we've had a couple of interviews with a bunch of other artists and it's always generally quite quick. Yes. Um, but being able to like dive into record labels and your history i mean yes you and i have uh, the years of the friendship so it may be a bit more open but i mean a big thing is um dealing with a, a partner like julian in statue sounds seeing that move into your main focus well mm. uh, completely being your you you owning it yeah and then um tying everything in what would what would you say like the biggest challenge is when you find somebody that's gonna blow up or be insane, which a lot of these guys are on the brink of and have, yeah, how do you tie into that on a record label side? It, is there any contractual agreement to again, keep you involved? It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 about what we do. So like, right? If if Carl Wood made this tune in the background, right, and Carl came to me and was like, "This is my new single," I'd be like, "I love it. It's amazing." and we'd release it on an EP. Then I'd just be licensing sure. the music, yeah, right? Yeah. But if we're gonna go into album 
mode, yes. which means radio sampling, which costs money, yeah. which means um, producing physical CDs, mm. which somehow exists still in South Africa. That's my next topic. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I do a little deal where I take some of your bookings for uh, sure. a term. Yeah. Because there's no doubt in my mind Correct. that what I'm doing yeah. is going to increase your DJ fee, which I'm not going to really see much of. Yeah. And if I'm going to put in that money, I want a little mm. slice of the pie so that I can recoup the costs. Yeah. I keep it really simple. I don't get involved with the bookings. I third party at art. And that's it. Yeah, the, that's the last thing you want to do. No, 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 no. Like and we've the, the, seen this. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the system that I, that, that I have working seems to be working. And again, I'm also not like hell-bent on making sure that I have a release every single month. If the music's not there, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to get stuck into a routine where you have to put something out, even if you're not a fan of it. Yeah. You have to love it. Dude. And that's what, exactly what makes it Number one, yeah. like if it's if it's dope, it's coming out. If it's not, I don't even like respond. Yeah. It's, it's not even a question. Um, but yeah, again, it's an independent mindset, and it's like we decide and move around things uh, based on how much music we're licensing mm. from you and what we're going to do with it. Um, some yeah. things cost more than others, for sure. Um, but I mean, at least overheads are low. Essentially, it's your time exactly, and uh, like putting everything together for artists and giving yeah, them the platform. 100%. Tell me about linking up with House Africa. Oh, man. And I have, to, I, no, I have to ask that because, I mean, so many years working with Soul Candy, yeah. Soul Candy moving into an event space, House Africa remaining a record label yes. and a tastemaker name in 100%. the industry for so many years. What was the first release? It was in Zanzi House... Seven. Uh, seven, right? Yeah. yeah. We won Best Comp for that. At, at the, the MA, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went up on stage and said nothing. Like, calm. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't say anything. Nonetheless, <laughs> we won. We won. And I mean, the award uh, The award is for everyone. It's for Jazzy Well. It's for, for Cat sure. and Cat. It's for, you know, myself. Um, but I'll tell you what, like, uh, growing up, I used to go to Louis Boerta Avenue where House Africa Records was. It was the shop. And yeah. mm -hmm. Tim White would be in the back stone generally and <laughs> Vinny would be like marking in the like at the back as well just marking orders for vinyl and that was before sugar tracks uh, before soul candy yeah, before yeah. That, like these guys are the uh, the ogs these are the original dons of yeah of bringing music into south africa yeah. the and like I, I i did a tweet the other day like all i want to do is grow up and be like tim white <laughs> like tim white is the nicest guy ever doesn't get involved in mm -hmm. politics make sure his paperwork is just clean and tidy mm. puts out great compilations and he helps me get stay true sounds out too i mean dawson's record uh, yeah. which was the first physical cd we did um was a licensed steal to house africa and they put it out on cd um stay true sounds volume one Double CD out this Friday. I was going to say, yeah. yeah. P&D deal with, with House Africa. And I mean, Tim trusts me. He trusts my ear. For sure. And um, he just makes things work and he makes things easy. And the same goes for Vinny. These guys have just been at it forever. And I honestly think like they also don't want headaches and they want to work yeah. with good people. Exactly. And um, they, they're still doing it. And I mean... It's us Africa, guys. I mean, <laughs> yeah, come course. on. It's like, it's, they, they kill it. They, they really are. Much love and respect to both of them, you know? We're going to play two sides. Do it. And we still hang out with Kid Funk at Such HD. It's the next level. Still How's that track? Eh? How's that <laughs> yeah, track? Man, I love that tune. <laughs>
Are you allowed to say that? Are you allowed to say you like your own music? Yes, you can. Okay, cool. It is your music, yeah, after all. <laughs> I, I like that tune. It is the next level on Touch HD with Simply Mahari and Carl Word. About uh, 10 minutes up until we hit 5 p.m. Remember, we're giving away those double tickets to the Booth Festival at 5 p.m. So get ready to call us up on 011-883-3343. Come and join us on the 24th of November 2018 at Golden Harvest Park. I mean, the lineup is too much. There's Destruction Boys, this DJ Tira, Nak Music, Babes will do more. It's hosted by Kapo Mbalinkosi. Um, so it's going to be an absolute jump. So get ready to call us up. Kyle, we're giving away tickets today. We're being very nice, okay? Are we? Yes. No, I said to you yesterday, no boring people <laughs> and no stupid people. Uh, like yesterday was terrible. It was absolutely <gasps> terrible. No, I, I know it sounds very bad, but at least I can say yeah, that. I... And not, like if anybody get cr- gets cross, then so be it. But yesterday, my God... <laughs> that guy's story. I, I think we, we, got we, stories. we were asking we people to give us the craziest excuses they would give to cops if they pull him over at two a.m. in the morning. Okay. Just yeah, just to escape a fine yeah. or to escape being put away in prison. Mine, mine's dropping Tibo Touch's name. Oh, uh, okay. You know Tibo Touch, yeah. <laughs> and then and then yeah, okay, cool. I think uh, for me it would be what pure pains. For me it would be pure oh pains. Oh my god! Because they can't say no. Yeah. If I'm going through period pains, I'll be like, oh, you can't, like, oh. you cannot. I can never start crying. Uh, get away from, especially yes. guys. Just want they feel uncomfortable. Yes, they're just, they're okay, just like, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're done. Oh, I, I would just give them a state true science volume one. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, okay, cool. So this comes out on Friday. Yes. We have an exclusive first copy. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Tell us about the production on State True Volume One. Okay, so it's it's. Literally 13 exclusive tracks from artists all around South Africa mm-hmm. and Swaziland. So Sooks is uh, from Swaziland. Uh, and then there's songs from Pierre Johnson exclusive to this compilation. So yeah. these tracks have never been released ever. And oh, okay. are only wow. on this. So there's exclusives from Sooks, Pierre Johnson, Bruce Loco, Claudio from Port Elizabeth, Chosen and Spherak from Soweto, who are, I'm telling you, if you have to hear this track out, it was actually one of my biggest tunes at Spring Fiesta and it hasn't even come out yet. Yeah. Um, there's a brand new remix of FKA Mesh, Sia Bloma, mm. I think twice, that's exclusive. Moondance, exclusive to this. Uh, JM remix of Melo B. Jones, exclusive. Carabo exclusive, Bolo Jazz remix of Kip yeah, Funk exclusive, yeah. <laughs> C Munich at 4 7. I mean, strictly exclusives. That, yeah, man. Exclusive. I mean, strictly exclusive. That's some. what it's all about. And and I'm a curator, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a head, I'm a music guy, and I compiled um, and mixed this double CD. The, the digital version of this is not mixed, and it's only the exclusives. Awesome. Okay. okay so there are some songs on here that mm-hmm. have been released before. Um, like Dawson's remix of Cornelius mm. and uh, I don't know some other little bits and bobs but it all ties in like it says on the front here two discs of Stay True Sounds favorites plus exclusive unreleased tracks and remixes exclusive exclusive unreleased. is the key word unreleased yeah and uh, available Musica Musica uh, and then the mixed versions are going to be online it's just going to no, be no, 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 okay no. got you just the exclusives released as Volume yeah. one, gotcha. Yeah, and there are a couple of songs on here yeah. that will not come out on the digital version because they are on other artists' EPs, which Got are coming you. out this yeah. year. Okay. So, oh. so someone like Sooks, who opens the disc, um, that's a bad tune. So <laughs> when I mean bad, I mean like great yeah, yeah, yeah. in the best way possible. It's um, which I took off his EP, which comes out in November. Yeah. So we didn't include it to this album's digital 
will it'll come out and it'll yeah. just annoy people. It'll come out on Sux's EP, but it'll still build his reputation. So it's strictly his, on the on the copy on the, on the EP, oh, which oh, comes oh, okay. out, not on this. You can find it in the mix on CD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Okay. So we we did a similar thing with Dawson, you know. Um, actually, with FKA Mash, I put Sia Bloma on my House Africa mix. Yeah. And I didn't allow House Africa to release it digitally because we had a plan with it at sure. Stay True Sounds. And it caused such hype because you couldn't get it as an individual yeah. song to DJ that it was frustrating. But again, it kind of helped in our favor where it built momentum for mm. MASH and when his EP finally dropped it was mm -hmm. like See, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean so uh, strategically we do things like this I know it annoys people but the song will be released yeah, at some for sure. point but you at least I mean? I mean at the same time everybody within uh, the the release coming out has respect for one another so that 100%. it's not going to be All duplicated about, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You no, know? 100%, 100%. And that was always a, a tricky thing in the record label business because no one really cared. No. Like everybody was like, well, I'm going to do this first. Screw yeah. you guys. No, for sure. <laughs> and I, 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 I feel like the guys that I'm working with are, are quite young. Mm. It just like it just really feels like this new school. It yeah. doesn't feel like Soul Candy. No, it, it's completely different. It's it's like uh, it really eighteen is. to twenty five year old guys I'm working yeah. with, and yeah. it it just really feels fresh again. Yeah, which is amazing. Yeah, because yeah, there there there, there always is a stage in any industry, but uh, they like at the end of the Soul Candy signing days of record labels, uh, rec re the record label releasing music. Mm. It wasn't like it is now that you see digitally coming out and the hype's completely different. Like I was saying off air to you, like the hype around the new artists these days and what they're releasing and the quality is ridiculous. It's because it was always hit or miss a couple of years ago 100%. with anybody that was new. Now, it's like, well, check this out. No, no, no. It's, and it's, it's ridiculous. It really is. And it's an it feels like an exciting space to be in. Well, dude, it's so amazing to be able to watch it and uh, have you here to discuss it with us Hola. um okay so this is our friday weekend plans gigs Dude, touring you're going overseas again no okay so things have been really really busy this weekend friday chilling saturday chilling sunday chilling yes how yes. will never say that no 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 no, no, no. even if he's sick he no. will never ever say he, that al you'd be proud this weekend i never left my house from friday Amazing. to sunday Dude, it, you know was what? so and i'm still like i'm a lot better but damn i was sick oh. and like i missed half the week last week and i actually I, like i canceled saturday night because i was so ill and sunday got canceled due to the rain and i was like well thank god and i just relaxed and it was I, I, so I, pleasant. I, I trust me, I'm not one of those guys that like has to have 50 gigs on the weekend. Don't get me wrong, I get my fair share. Sure. Yeah. But if I don't have gigs, I have a beautiful boy and a beautiful yeah, of wife, yeah. and I have a really nice house, and I just enjoy that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Plus, there's always my radio show on a Sunday, so that's yes. my, my little thing. Mm. Um, but um, to not have gigs sometimes is a blessing. But to have gigs keeps me working. You know for what sure, I mean? For sure, for um, sure. But things to look forward to, things that are happening. Uh, June, do you, you know the club June? Yes, yeah, coming yeah, here. yeah. So I'm part of that. Oh, amazing. Uh, that's happening at the end of the month. Um, I've got a, a brand that I'm working with, uh, Ballantines. We're doing a national tour. It's called Kid Funk Presents. Oh, nice. 
and I have at Jazz Julian Gomes, FKA yeah. Mash, Kid Funk at uh, the African Beer Emporium on the 30th of November. So that's my own event. Um, Cape Town, 8th of November for Kid Funk Presents. That's Niska One and White Nights. Mm-hmm. Wow, um, cool. Oh, there's, a, there's a handful of things all happening, but I, I suppose those are the really exciting ones yeah. that are happening yeah. now. Um, yeah, I mean, if you just plug into my socials, check yeah, me out. Absolutely. Everything's happening there. But I would definitely And it's kid be, forward slash kid funk everywhere, right? Yeah, it's just kid funk. F O N Q U E. And uh yeah, you can catch me and follow Stay True Sounds. It's a great record label, uh also yeah, all over fantastic. the platforms. There's great music on there, I believe, as well. <laughs> um Yeah. Uh I, I I'm going to be touring this record. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, probably in the next month or so. I've got quite a lot on my plate with the Kid Funk Presents, but I'm gonna definitely be taking this out. Um, to the people because mm. there's such hype around the label and I know that this compilation just because the music is so good is going to be received so well yeah. so yeah I think my December should be quite busy I was just going to say we wish yeah. you all mm-hmm. the best for Thank December you. Thank yeah. you. and uh, yeah. we'll have that lunch very soon Al. please bro I'm <laughs> starving starving <laughs> we gotta do it we gotta do it I'm, like actually like I'm not even playing Friday nights. Isn't amazing. that amazing? It's the amazing. best. Like we used to have this conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a Thursday would come. Al would go like, so how many gigs? <laughs> <laughs> and if we could both at the same time go, none, it would be like, yeah. That's a thing. It's just a have thing. it like chill. Yeah. yeah. I'm totally, man, like like I'm 40 next year. Like uh, I, I, that life for me is amazing and it's, 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 uh, it serves its purpose. Sure. But... You know, I got a family and I don't yeah. have to be but Carl, Carl works, eh? Carl has got Carl has got lots of fingers and lots of pies. You know what I'm Charles. Yeah. Charles, you, we know you. Yeah, yeah you fingers and lots of pies and uh, no life. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but know, no no no, it's cool. No, but uh big shout outs to you, man. I can see you doing big things and you always will. Thank you, Al. And um <laughs> so good to be here. I'm so glad that we got you got you in here and it was literally mm-hmm. The longest interview we've done on the show. Really? Uh, yeah, I mean, in, in my old show, the old Future Sound show, I used to get people in here and I never used to play music. Really? <laughs> I would just literally like to have a, like a candid co- conversation because yeah. there, there's no rules here. We don't have to speak to anybody and be like, you have to play this, you have to play this. And, but it would be an honor to have you here. The best thing about this, this 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 segment with me is the music you guys have been playing. This track, <laughs> this track, and this was the one that uh, that when you were on Timmy's show here, yes. they played this, and I still texted you because I was listening to the interview. I was like, "What is that?" No, this is a bad and tune. I mean, you I can. Li- I, I still play this track. It's just such a. It's it's a State True Sounds anthem to it's Ice so and my Zisto. That's it. It's Big good. tune, eh? Kid, thanks so much for coming here. Thank you for having me, uh, Jen. Thank Kid you. Funk thank you, thank you. on social media. Events coming up. Everything's online. Check yep. it out. And then on Friday, Stay True Sounds Volume 1. Stay True Sounds. Check this. It's goodies. <laughs> Touchy.